another edition of TNT. Sounds, Sounds like, like dynamite, dynamite because, because it is. is. <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, baby, boom. <laughs> I am Tabitha Pittman with my lovely co-host. Hello, beautiful. This is Tara Isaac. Yes. Okay. Today we are talking, and we're gonna have some fun, y'all. So prepare oh, yourselves yeah. for the ride. It's it's gonna be a ride. Yeah, it's gonna be a ride, but we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna get right into it. So today's topic is authenticity, and Tara and I have been known to be maybe a little bit off the beaten path, and that we like to make our own footprints in the sand. Mm -hmm. So, um, or as Robert Frost would say, choosing the path less uh, walked, trodden, taken. Yeah, the fork in the road. Yeah, we take Um, it all. All of those. And then All. on top of that, we're going to make our path. That's right. That's that. That's the authenticity. That is. Yeah. I think that's the authenticity. That's really the genuineness of it all is that we make our own footprints in the sand. We make our own. We're trailblazers. Yes. Amen. That's it. And I think that in order to be authentic, authentic, mm-hmm. you have to be that person who says, you know what? I'm going to stay true to my core values. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to um, reinvent the wheel to be true to me. Right, right. So I think that's so important. I think that's relevant for everyone. Everyone, absolutely. And you hit it right on the head. You know, you got that fork in the road. Well, you know what? Maybe there's, you you don't have to fit that mold. Here's a path for you. That's right. Authenticity. Authenticity. And so I think that, you know, one of the things about being authentic is that you are um, not shrinking away from who you are, mm-hmm. right? You don't apologize for being Tara. Right. I'm not trying to be, for example, I'm not trying to be my sisters. I right. won't be successful if I'm my sisters. Right, that's right. You know, I have to be me. My sisters' personalities work for them. That's right. And people know me for me. Right. And if I try to be, like, for example, if I try to be like my sister Lena, who's loud and... <laughs> outgoing and you can hear her 10 miles away people will think i'm a mean person but somehow that works for her and they love it That's so right. but so you have to be authentic to you right. you can be inspired and and motivated and learn Absolutely. to help you on your path and i think that's important too we we learn we absorb from everybody yeah. and take kind of like take the best out of everybody and you find your own way that's right. for your own authenticity yeah. you know i i guess i kind of liken it to like a um like a recipe, right? Yes. There are some recipes that you have to stick to it. Like I believe baking is one of those things that's kind of more like an exact science. But if you're making spaghetti, right, mm. you decide if you want more fennel, if you want more, you know, parsley, if you want more oregano, whatever it is in there that makes it true to your taste buds, mm. you make it work for you. Do you like your pasta more al dente? Or, you know, whatever that is. Even the, the noodles. Yeah. Do you like the angel hair? Or do you like the spaghetti That's or right. the farfalle? I can't or, think of all. Or fettuccine. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know hey, look, we can talk food, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna go, you know what? I'm going to go get some, uh, make some takeout orders. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you can do. Honey, look. <laughs> I'm right here back. for it, okay? Um, we'll talk about intermittent fasting another day. <laughs> But I believe that you have to make it your own. Mm -hmm. You have to make this dish your own. Like my mom, best spaghetti. But what I realized, especially as a mom myself now, is that I don't want all of mine mixed up. Yeah. 
I like to have my noodles over here kind of separate, buttered, and, you know, ready because one of my kids likes it really saucy and one of them doesn't. You know what's so funny? You just described my mom and my sister, Lena. <laughs> so my mom is like your mom. She'll mix it all together. Mm -hmm. My sister, Lena, no, noodles separate, mm -hmm. sauce separate. Mm -hmm. You want me to heat up the noodles? We'll do it. What an atrocity. But you know that that's so cute. But that's but you that's that's exactly it. You're yeah, making it your way. Your way. Your way. And you can keep the same yeah. recipe, right? Mama's recipe is still Mama's recipe. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna keep that sauce, mm -hmm. and that's gonna hold true for that. But then when it comes to you know how I mix the noodles or what I do with or which noodle I choose. Yes. Yeah. You know, I even heard uh, one of my friends the other day. She was saying that she was going to make. Chicken Alfredo, mm. like she makes lasagna. And I was like, hmm, that's different. That sounded different to me. I you never know, heard of that. I like that because my nephew loves um, Alfredo, chicken Alfredo. And we've been to a couple of restaurants, and I've seen him literally dip his spoon because it's too watery. Mm -hmm. Now, if you do it like that, it's, mm -hmm. she's baking it. Problem solved. Problem solved. Mm. I, I've never done that. But it just yeah. gave me a different take on it, right? Because um, I would hungry. have. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that's that's her being true to her, right? Yes, yes. And saying, you know, I like lasagna, but I like chicken Alfredo with those types of noodles. And she was like, and it's a three-ingredient uh, meal. And I was like, three ingredients? Like, how did you do that? Like, Because when I think Alfredo, mm -hmm. I think, oh, goodness, I have to go and I have to make the Alfredo. And the way she explained it, she was like, I'm going to use the no-bake or no-boil noodles. I'm mm -hmm. going to put them right in the oven and nice. the chicken and I like the that. cheese over it and shoot, 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 and I'm done. I'm like, but that was her being true to her. Mm -hmm. I never would have thought. Now, I might take a variation of that and apply it to my life, right? Yeah. Just like I tell you all the time. Every time I see Kara, I want to let you all know this girl's highlights are just, uh, what's her name again that does your highlights? Oh. Shout out. Kara. 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 Girl, you did that. Okay. Um, and so shout out to Kara yeah. over in, uh, what is that, Royal Oak? Roy? Oh, no, she's in um, Birmingham. Birmingham. Be the Beauty Collective. Done. Yeah. No, okay. She, yep, shout she out is. to the Beauty Collective, um, who is just collecting the highlights and all of the sunlight when it hits Kara's hair from each and every angle. Um <laughs> I'm like, Thank oh you. my goodness, I want some highlights. You know, I parted it this way for you today so you could see. I see. When I, you can see more highlights this way. Now when I flip it to the left. Oh, girl. <laughs> oh, it's all about to the flip. Left. Wait a minute. It's all about the flip. In case y'all ain't know, it's all about that flip, baby. Flip. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I used to hate windy weather, but now it's like, oh, come on, come on. I need some windy yeah. weather. I need some theatrics. Okay. Natural theatrics. But I'm dying to know, going back to the food, because, mm -hmm. you know, food, mm -hmm. whew, if I had to choose between food and highlights, mm. Wait. <laughs> That's tough. That's that is tough. I almost choked on my tea, y'all. Wait. This this baby just said that she had to choose between highlights and food. Okay, which one are you gonna choose? Oh I guess food for now. Food? Okay, well good. Yeah, we yeah. we might be able because yeah. look, I've made it through a pandemic without getting highlights. And so I just wanna say that it's gonna be the food for me. Yeah. Oh, it's the food for me. Yeah. <laughs> But, okay, so one of the things that I think that women and men need to embody with their authenticity is that we have to stay true to who we are. 
I think some of the challenges, we've been in corporate America for a long time, some of the challenges come when we're in environments where it is easier to assimilate, right? Because America's known as this um, melting pot, mm -hmm. right? And so instead of you staying true to who you are and being authentic, now your flavor has blended with everybody else's and now you start to look like, taste like, sound like everyone else, right? Because mm -hmm. you're in this melting pot. Whereas, uh, you know, one of the things that we talked about when I was in undergrad was being part of a salad, you know, like having the assimilated version of the salad, right? The tomato still tastes like the tomato. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the dressing is still the dressing. So, you know, what's your take on authenticity in the workplace? How do, how do we navigate that? That is, you know, that is, that is such a great, great question, Tabitha. And with your expertise, this is, this is always, it, it's mind-boggling because we're taught, you know, don't do this, don't do that. You know, mm -hmm. you, you're, you're signing all these forms, code mm -hmm. of conduct, behaviors, mm -hmm. and whatnot. So right from, even before you even walk in, yes. you're being molded, mm -hmm. you know, and you should be celebrated. Mm -hmm. Of course, mm -hmm. there are guidelines mm -hmm. and ethics. Sure, those are a given. Right. But maybe someone looks at something differently and that might be the game changer. That might, maybe that perspective might increase revenue, might increase your competitive space. I think that's a great idea. That's a great so, concept. One thing, you know, I just remember I was one time listening to the radio when I used to take my dad down to the casinos and we listened to the radios. And I was listening to, I can't remember who it was, but it was this company where these guys, I think, were inventing um, um, dishwasher soap or detergent or something. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to, th they were focused on the packaging. Oh. How do, you know, how do we stand out? And yeah. the guy literally just turned it upside down. And I love that. You know, because that was perspective, just changed mm -hmm. the perspective. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, how brilliant and simple is that? So, yeah, in the workplace, yeah, sure, we have rules, but right. celebrate people's individuality. Yes. Because they might have that idea or that perspective to say, hey, well, look, this is, this is what I know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and it's, you've got to entertain all these ideas because it's only growth. That's right. It's only growth. So I think that kind of is what we were supposed to gather when we said diversity and inclusion, mm. right? Yeah. And so I think that's what corporate America, or me being background in human resources, yeah. I think that's what we were trying to do. But I think that it became so regulated and so rule-bound and, and stricken mm -hmm. that the growth stunted, right? Now, there are some cultures... It, work cultures that mm -hmm. is that actually embody and empower celebrating right yeah so you know there's a song called celebrate more mm. um and even you know i've got kids at, in school and the teachers are celebrating the diversity of the holidays right and they're not saying one way is right they're not pushing it on the children they're just saying this is you know diwali Mm -hmm. This is, you know, this holiday and that holiday. And this culture celebrates X, Y, Z. And that's why your, you know, your fellow student mm -hmm. is dressed in, you know, this particular garb. Um, and so I think that's another part of how we embody that diversity in the workplace is that we start celebrating more and saying, hey, I want you to be your true self. 
Uh, I, you may be able to recall when we were working together mm -hmm. in corporate how they used to have the celebrations of some of the, um, because we had a large um, Indian population, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they would celebrate the um, Diwali, Diwali so, and yeah. the, the Festival of Lights, right? Mm -hmm. And so to have them bring on all the different foods and, and different people be able to sample some of their traditional things, mm -hmm. I think that's one way that we get back to and really try to impress upon people more. Um, one of the things I, I came up with an acronym for this. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to go ahead and, um, <laughs> reverse the curse. Okay. So here's my acronym for a celebrating more of the authenticity in people. I think if we do things with love an explanation, right, or an education. So we're teaching people why things are the way they are with each other. And then a dialogue. So LED. Mm. I think LED will help us to turn the lights on for understanding people's authenticity, giving them a light, a lighted pathway to say, hey, mm -hmm. it's okay for you to be you. Yes, we, we have boundaries because this is how we have to operate Right, in yeah. order to, you know, progress um, at this corporate place or yeah. or even in the friendship, right? Like, you shared some things with me, and I was like, oh, my God, I've known you for years. I didn't know that. And we'll, we'll talk about that next yeah. month um, when we talk about men um, for, for the Father's Day and stuff like that. But, you know, it just blew me away. But when I sat there with a loving and open heart, mm -hmm. right, and I was then educated and able to participate in a dialogue that caused – growth right and so I think that is one of the ways that employers as well as even friends who you know like because we all we are all in this thing together yeah. so the more we celebrate this authenticity the more we're able to say okay I can understand why you do what you do now I can understand where you come from and, and those things make you authentic yeah yeah that's that's very deep, and there's so much to that LED. I love it. Um, I'm going to have to trademark that, Tara. Yes, you do. Hey, Tara's my girl. She's always like, you better trademark that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to, I'll tell you what, I learned the poor man's trademark. Put an envelope, mail it to yourself, don't open that envelope. Oh, what? Yeah, that's what they told me. Is that the front door or the mm. back? Okay. <laughs> is that trademark a, child. Is that double doors, French doors? Okay. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Bonjour, <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> I love this girl, y'all, for real. Um, <laughs> we go there. <laughs> but I love it. You know, that's that's the beauty of it. You know, listening to people. And, and it's love. What is life about? Love. Being patient and hearing one another. Because we don't know what people have been through. That's right. You know, and that's what's the heartbreaker in all of this. You know, when you think about things that have happened and tragedies. And you may see what you think, what's perceived as a bad person. But then when you hear about the life of that person oh, yeah. you know it's like oh man you just want to it's too late you just want to hug that person mm -hmm. and give that person that love compassion right? yes yeah. yeah yeah i think that's exactly what it is i think that our compassion has to give way to people being comfortable to be authentic yeah because I may not agree with someone. I remember, so for those of you who are listening, 
um, I grew up in the Columbus, metro Columbus area. And in the late 90s, early 2000s, with everything that was going on in Somalia, mm. um, there was a large influx of Somalians into um, this, uh, this area. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my goodness, what? it's so hot outside. And they would be fully dressed. I had not been, and I'm not ashamed to say it, but I had not been educated a lot in their culture, mm -hmm. right? But the more I came into contact with them, I, you know, was ha started having conversations. I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is, this is why. I didn't understand everything that was going mm -hmm. on with the, you know, the wars and a lot of people fleeing. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. And so not only was it religious, right, yeah. but this was a way for them to protect themselves. And, you know, there are a lot of things that went into their identity, right? And so I think that that also becomes a part of the authentic conversation mm -hmm. is that you embrace your identity. You embrace the fact that I'm African-American. You know what? My, I'm, my family's from Alabama. You know, a lot of people don't like the term African-American. I'm black, whatever you want to, whichever one of those terms fits appropriately for you. Um, but I see a beautiful woman. And, and that's at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. I think with a you, lot of heart, caring heart, that's, Thank that's you, to me. I see, when I see people, I see their eyes. I see their heart. Yes, yes. And I think that's where we have yeah. to get to, right? That it doesn't matter where I came from. I know who I am. Yeah. But I embrace what we have in common. We're both beautiful women. We're both women who are compassionate and caring, and we 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 wear our heart on our sleeves and will share what God has blessed us with with anyone who needs it. Mm -hmm. You know and. Then some people who just are there, right? Because yeah. we want to make sure that people know, hey, we're we're truly who we say we are, mm -hmm. um, not just by what you see in this physical aspect, but because we have a, a pure heart mm -hmm. to help people. That's you know, that's it, pure heart. Yep, it's so important. Mm -hmm. So authenticity is is our thing. So just be who you are. Embrace that. Embrace all the the things that come with being who you are, and don't shrink back from that I think mm -hmm. that's so important you know like when we're having these conversations yeah just you know what hey and just because you don't understand something or someone don't be afraid to ask yeah ask some of the hard questions so that then again you can open yourself mm -hmm. to the education and the dialogue right. pivotal to understanding who people are, why they are, right? We can talk mm -hmm. about all the many things going on in our country right now, but I think what's really important at the end of the day is that we still come back to these neighborly things. You know, mm -hmm. um, this is for I'm, sorry, I'm just enjoying the talk and listen, I'm just so <laughs> enthralled by it all. <laughs> well, I one of my neighbors, um, mm -hmm. Marie, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Hello, Marie. I know. <laughs> Marie, she's such a beautiful person. I mean, this girl. Anyways, we'll have her on one night. Um, but one day she sent me a text message. And it was so funny because she was like, hey, I have a neighborly uh, request. And so I'm looking. And just as I was making out my grocery list, she had asked if she could borrow some eggs. And I just thought, oh, my God, how loving is that? You know, like that. Did you charge her? <laughs> First, I didn't oh, have any it's, eggs. It's like, oh. <laughs> 
the gangster we accountant. That's the gangster accountant. See, y'all, she counting pennies. The bottom line matters to her. If you're looking for uh, an accountant to help you with your nonprofit, to help you with consulting work, you need to contact Tara Isaac. She's on LinkedIn, by the way. Okay. Um, that was so my sweet. public service announcement. And she does do consulting work. Now, I won't say it's pro bono because she is an accountant. Okay. Um, back to our regularly scheduled program. Eggs. <laughs> Authentic eggs. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so she had asked for eggs. Ironically, I was making out my grocery list because I was out of eggs. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So she was about to Where bake. are the chickens? <laughs> exactly, honey. I don't know. I felt like there was some type of shortage. And I had gone to, because I've been ordering a lot of stuff just online and going and picking yeah. stuff up. But um, I said, oh, my goodness, Marie, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I love the bacon. I don't have not one egg to even loan you. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And so we're, like, both cracking up over the text messages or whatever. But the the point is that, you know, she felt comfortable enough to say to her neighbor, and it felt like a 50s type of text, right, mm -hmm. where your mama would send you next door to say, my mom said, do you have a cup of sugar that we could borrow or something? You know, like I was like, oh, that was so sweet, though, because here people are still saying, you know, you've showed up authentically in my life. And I trust because I think that's another thing that authenticity gives way to is trust. Yeah, I trust that I can ask you for something, you know, and you not look down on me or down at me or however that goes no 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 we lift each other up mm -hmm. yeah no no that's that's it reminds me of my sister and her neighbors they're back and forth with someone will have a pot that she can you know cook extra a cook an extra dish or mm -hmm. someone has a a gardening tool and it's and there's it's that sense of community yeah and it builds it just builds upon that and grows yeah i think that's that's a yeah. really big part of that too like the community right like, yeah because that's one of the things that you know like when i'm thinking about my neighbors you know two or three houses each way i know their names um and that's a good feeling considering it's 2021 and we're in a pandemic and all yeah. those things, right? Yeah. But we still know each other's name enough to say, hey, you know, do you know where we could get XYZ? Or we have a lot of the same contractors, right, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that come and do work. Or, hey, yeah, I'm like, hey, who did your, your potting? Who did, you know, your landscaping oh so and so did and so we're just kind of keep passing this person yeah. around through the neighborhood yeah. and um yeah but i think authenticity gives way to the community aspect as well mm -hmm. so i think we have to keep that in mind that we're uplifting each other by still remaining true to self mm -hmm. but also saying my truest highest best self helps other people right because i'm comfortable and maybe that's maslow's hierarchy where we say, hey, you know what, my basic needs are filled because I know who I am and I'm, I'm getting to the point of self-actualization, right? And mm -hmm. so because I don't have to be concerned about if I got eggs uh -huh, um, or any of those basic needs, and mm -hmm. so now I can care for Tara, you know? And so now I can make sure that I'm giving back. Now I can do community service or whatever yeah. the thing is, right? But I think we have to talk Authentic about Authentic self. You know what I love about that is when you were talking – you know, and life is so short, and there's so much to take us down and bring mm -hmm. us down. We just have to keep our spirits up and keep going. Mm -hmm. We just have to keep going through this thing of life, and, and authentic self is important. But I was thinking about, I love when I watch older people dance. Mm -hmm. 
you know. There's no hesitation. They will go out on the dance Tell floor. Tell me about it. Yeah. They, and they're free. And that's the most beautiful. And I, to me, some of my favorite dancing I've seen is with older people. Mm-hmm. Because they've lived their life. Yeah. They're being authentic. Oh, yeah. They're doing some moves. That we may not have the courage to do. <laughs> Maybe not now, but, oh, man. And they're just, it's, it's just beautiful watching them. You know? I think that's such a joy to see, like, that people are truly still enjoying life. Yeah. And I think authenticity, when you're being authentic to yourself, genuine and true to you, um, you know, I have a an old friend um, named Angelique who used to always say, to thine own self be true. Mm. And, you know, I was like, wow, you know, like when you're just, when you're just true, you know, like you can live without inhibitions, right? Mm. Yeah. You can live without because you're you're comfortable in the skin you're in. Mm-hmm. You're, you can say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go on this dance floor and mm-hmm. cut a rug mm-hmm. or whatever the older people say. But I don't know. <laughs> we're going to live to tell you guys. Yeah, Just we'll, keep we'll listening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll, cut, we'll cut a rug. Cut we'll, a rug. Yeah. All the things. All the things. Yeah. All the things. So I think, you know, one of the things that I also feel like from, I guess maybe from a religious standpoint, is that. Jesus was always true to himself. Uh, yeah. He was bullied and mocked, and but still mm-hmm. was true. He was always true. Even when there were times when he was angry. Tell it. <laughs> Tell it, sister. He was still Tell true it. to himself. Yeah. When he went into the temple and he kicked over the tables, he was still being true to himself. He was still saying, you know what? I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how this isn't okay with my father, you know, and he he stayed true to what his assignment was. Mm. And that part. Ooh, that's some heavy stuff. Yes. So I think that's another reason why it's so important for us to stay true on what our assignment is. You know, we come into the studio, we come and we're dressed. You should see this girl. She, look, y'all, she got on these... Um, tortoise buttons on her little jacket can y'all see her the way i oh. see her girl show oh, them your buttons child magic. show them your buttons honey yes this girl comes in here and if you guys could just see how she coordinates i'm telling you, one of these episodes is going to be on fashion so that tara can get everyone's edges and weaves and wigs together and highlights child okay we'll do it all <laughs> um snatch your, your brows or whatever needs to be snatched she'll we'll get you together okay all the beauty solutions um but she just she effortlessly puts things together but it's still very true to who she is it's like okay wow okay like i i love to embody like that 70s kind of oh you look there with my little malibu you are just malibu i just see you on the ocean right now (laughs) wind blowing through your hair and you look stunning i'm gonna get to california Mm -hmm. i don't know when but i'm going to california i'm going back to cali i cali Oh, I don't you think know, so. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think you're going. I think I'm going, y'all. Yeah. I don't know when. That is not, that's not on my playlist. It's on my bucket list. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, we're going to have to put that in here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it's one of those things where we're saying, you know, down to your dress code. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I... Joe took a picture of us last week, mm-hmm. and I posted it online. Somebody was like, oh, my goodness, you have on tennis shoes? You you own tennis shoes? And I'm like, well, surprise. 
Did you tell them they were pink? <laughs> they weren't like, just tennis yes, shoes. They were, they were pink. pink. They were pink tennis shoes. Okay. Um, but I was like, yeah, I guess I, I mean, I could have taken a, a picture with some heels on, but I had on leggings. I'm not wearing red bottoms with leggings, y'all. Now, don't don't hold me to it. That was you a might look. Catch me. <laughs> that was a look. Yeah, I remember when people wore like. It used to be, wasn't yeah. it? Was it the 80s or not? 80s, 90s? Yeah. Wow. I'm not that old, so I don't know no, how. Yeah, yeah. Tabitha's a baby. I don't know how. This is more just... my category. <laughs> Look, I don't know how I just came up with that, but. um, <laughs> <laughs> With your hair sprayed up and your bangs like super high, you had to have the hairspray. Your, your bangs had to be. Well, my hair is flat iron today, so it's not going to look right, but. You have to have your bangs sprayed high. Yeah. Lots of hairspray. Oh, man. Yeah, you know. Some bright just... leggings Yeah, with a t-shirt that had, like, the splashes on it. It looked like somebody just threw, like, ten cans of paint at the t-shirt. Mm. With the neon pink leggings yeah. and the yellow heels. You know, kind of like the Oprah, not Oprah, uh, Whitney Houston look. You know, God rest her soul. I know, right? Yeah. God yeah. rest her soul. That girl has some bright ideas. Yeah. I I still remember. I think the first time I saw her, I think she was in. It was a music video. Mm-hmm. I still remember. It. It's a pink and black mm-hmm. bodysuit. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. Was it dance with somebody? No, she looked. She. I remember her hair doing that. She it was curly. I, curly. I, that's mm-hmm. how you know what. God rest her soul. She had a song called "I Want to Dance with Somebody." Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was a song from back then. I remember but... going to the festivals and that song came on. The couples mm-hmm. go on. The girls we all dance. Yeah, I want to dance with my guy. <laughs> That part, see, that's the part where we get to embody like all the fun things. But look how authentic. Like, if we're just gonna switch gears a little bit, mm-hmm. look how how authentic she was to herself. Like, she came out of the gate, like not trying to be like an Aretha, not trying to be like any other celebrity. She yeah. was just gonna be her original, original, you know. And even Janet, you know, for that yeah. matter. We think about people like that who she came from a whole, just like Whitney, came from families of musicians and artists and still were authentic to themselves it would have been easy for them to be like you know for Whitney to be like her aunt Dion or her mother right or for Janet to be like Michael or Tito and them you know yeah (laughs) and that's hard that's you know they (laughs) I mean the world knows your family how do you how Mm -hmm. do you carve your own path what gives leeway to authenticity yeah i think like and i don't think that's something that we figure out overnight no no i think i think we get we build our confidence Mm -hmm. and that's that's the key thing too and we're going on that path talk about that some more because i think confidence is so important to that uh it's a very important ingredient right, to right. your authenticity. Yeah, you know, I, I keep thinking about me back in school. I just, I was, I was just ready to go to work. I, you know, and my grades weren't the best. And like in elementary school, my reading level was high. I could, mm-hmm. I could, I could read at high school level, but my my grades weren't all that. Life, life, and things happen. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic. But that business club when I competed, mm-hmm. and you know, here we are again talking about paths and molds. Mm-hmm. People trying, you know, to measure you and. Right. Categorize you, quantify you. This is how, how life works. Do this, do that. Right. And it wasn't working for me. You know, and then this business club thing came along and against 
against all odds and everyone's perceived expectations of me, mm-hmm. you know, I succeeded with that. And that, when I did good, that built my confidence. And that oh, was yeah. funny because I remember when I first went into the room to compete, or when basically what you're doing, you're presenting the idea, you, you're given, um, an, it's called, on, the competition was called Entrepreneur Individual, mm-hmm. given a business and some questions, and you have to come up with a solution for it. And I remember walking in the room, and I'll forget, one of the judges said, don't worry, we're not going to eat you. So they probably saw the fear right. and terror in my face. Yes. Here I am, oh my gosh, they're going to judge me and do this and that. Right. And, and he said that, and it just kind of took the edge off. So I did my thing, and that's when I placed mm-hmm. and and placed at the state level and went right. on to nationals. But that built confidence because what did what was unique? I put the hard work into it. Right. You know, I was planning and working hard every mm-hmm. day. I was reading books to help me, you know, figure out business ideas mm-hmm. and solutions and and problem with the Minneapolis business. Right. You know, here's what, you know, so I'm going to. Research that area, learn more about it. Wow. So, you know, things, oh, you know, it just built your confidence and then I, you just gained momentum. Kind of like exercise, you know mm-hmm. what? Hey, I'm walking on the treadmill. My dress is fitting a little yeah, loose. I like yeah, that. I like that. I like right. that. I'm getting, you know, getting my arms worked out. I'm seeing some definition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you keep building on that. And then sometimes we plateau, but then we change it up. You know, right. we keep stretching and growing. That's right. And it's continuous. I love that. It's that's that's the one big thing too, Tabitha. You know, sometimes we achieve success and then we let it go. Mm-hmm. We just have to keep it going. That's mm-hmm. that's something I have learned. But you know, little successes build upon that and keep growing and keep putting the work into it. And that builds your confidence. That builds the confidence. That leads to you developing your authenticity, being stronger in who you are. In this world where, you know, my gosh, we see everything and all different types of personalities mm-hmm. and looks and mm-hmm. this and that. Mm-hmm. Here's how you make your way. That's right. You know? Here's how you show And people up. will notice you and people mm-hmm. will love that. People love that. You know, it's kind of like going back to the dance. Everybody else gets on that dance That's floor. That's right. Wait a minute. I'm going <laughs> to. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna, not gonna let them show me up. Wait, I can dance. Too. Do my Janet Jackson. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Nobody wants to see me do that. Okay. <laughs> but I, I love that because yeah. I think stuff like that is the hard work, right? Yeah. And staying dedicated, even when you say, okay, you know what, this is something that I've never done before. I've never done a podcast before, mm-hmm. but I talked to my girl Tara and we have great conversations. You're a natural. And you, so you need to have so a TV here show. We, I oh, do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I love this girl, y'all. Oh, I love you. You are a gift. But it's easy, right? Mm-hmm. When we, we, we say, okay, well, let's build on the strengths of things that we do have. Yeah. We have great conversations. And wouldn't it be awesome to bring other people into these great natural conversations that we have and have been having for years yeah. about authenticity, about confidence. And how if you just keep working at what you, you know, you keep putting in the work, right, you become more confident. And once you become more confident, you are not afraid or ashamed to show up more authentic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know your subject. You've been working hard at it. That's right. Then you consult on it. That part. 
Because then that's the other part. You say, okay, you know what? I'm really good at the business stuff, right? I've studied hard. I, I, I researched. I did all the things. And that's, you know, that's what you do. You go mm-hmm. in and you say, hey, Tabitha, you know what? I saw this in, in the Forbes magazine. I saw this in Business Weekly and all of these things. And, and I did XYZ research and I wrote, read these white papers on whatever. And you come back and, and you can formulate an idea of your own by piecing together the things that you've studied to build your confidence. And now when you go present yourself before, you know, your boss, you can say, hey, I've authentic- I'm, I'm confidently standing before you. And this is how I can do it. I know I'm confident that I can put this together and see some results because now you're not ashamed of who you are. You know what? And they may not, they may not have read everything or done all the work because they're relying on you to do that. That's why they hired you. That's why they brought your talent in. Right. Mm -hmm. And they trust you because they know she keeps showing up. She keeps staying late. She keeps, this is her authentic self, right? She's mm-hmm. been here for three years and she's still coming in early and staying late or whatever the case, right? Yep. And so this is why we trust her ability. This is why we trust her talent. And so I think that people have to embody that also as part of that confidence. And you say, I'm confident, I'm authentic, I'm going to be true to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, you know, that's always been talking. That's always been encouraging people. And so it's like, okay, let's just keep showing up true. Let's not be ashamed of who we are. We know who we are because we've confidently walked this walk for a few decades now. Just a few. (laughs) Yes. One or two. No, maybe more than two. Okay. Well, however long authentic, authentic, our our self. (laughs) Yes, I have to be my authentic self then, y'all. Um, but I think this is so important. It's really important that we have these conversations, that we empower people to keep showing up Mm -hmm. as you Mm -hmm. keep doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, and Hey, maybe the latest trend is the mini skirt, Mm -hmm. but maybe you don't look good in a mini skirt. Find out what your authentic self looks good Mm -hmm. in and wear that. Exactly. Learn. Yeah. Yes. And that's the thing you have to learn. You this is the process, you know, what works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you say miniskirts because I don't like miniskirts for you don't? me. I mean, if I do. I used to. I, I, I love, you know, I'll wear them with leggings or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I can play it off that way. Right. Because my, my, my legs are big. I've skated and done stuff. Now my mom's legs, they're nice and thin. <laughs> she can rock a skirt. <laughs> my sisters, they can rock it. Except my older sister, but we won't tell her. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, no. Done. No. But, you know, you, exact, you, that's a great point, you know. Mm-hmm. This if this is what's trendy may not work for you. You don't mm-hmm. figure out something, flip it around, do something That's different. Right. Then you make your own trend. You make your own trend. Yes, you're the trailblazer. You're the pioneer. You don't exactly. have to follow every trend, or you can take that trend and remix it, mm-hmm. rewind it, and just do what it does. Right where right. you say, you know what? That there part. You go. Okay, yes. we're gonna remix the trend. We're gonna make it work for us. Mm-hmm. And still show up authentic. You know what I love doing? Something that, you know, I love when I'm seeing trends happen. And, uh, you know, is it a fad? Mm-hmm. Or is it something here to stay? I mm-hmm. try to do something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That way I'm not, it's not like where I'm following that trend. I'm going to do right. something a little bit different or flip it around. Right. Rewind. Rewind. Mm-hmm. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then you authenticate yourself. And, uh, then you authenticate yourself, and it's done just like that, y'all. Um, so with that being said, I'm Tabitha Pittman, and and I am Tara Isaac, and we are TNT. TNT. It sounds like dynamite because, because it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs>